0: Good morning, everybody. We have a sharply higher trade in the grain markets here early on Tuesday morning. It is 6 30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures up twelve and a quarter cents at 5.64.5. and a half. November soybeans up 22 and a quarter at 1395. September Chicago wheat up 14 cents at seven eleven and three quarters. September Kansas City wheat up 15 and three quarters at 668. September spring wheat up 14 and a quarter cents at 938. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always really appreciate it. Leave me a rating or a review. I could certainly use some more on the Apple podcast app in particular. If you like this stuff, do me a favor, leave me a five-star rating. If you don't like it, leave me a bad review and tell me why you left me a bad review. I would appreciate any feedback at all. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Uh, make sure you like these videos, uh, help, help me out. And, uh, Help YouTube to spread these videos out. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right hand corner. For $49 a month, I have a really nice subscription service that I send out uh, to all of my subscribers. This includes my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6 30 a.m. Central Time. This includes Every overnight headline that you need to be aware of, all my grain marketing recommendations, uh, charts, graphs, weather maps, all sorts of really interesting stuff related to grain markets and grain marketing. There's a text message service that goes along with this. Subscriber only videos have been very popular. They go out every business day. This is a monthly subscription that can be canceled at any time. It's really a great deal. No other fee, no other obligation. And as I've said before, I promise I will not try to sell you anything else. You will only hear from me uh, if you want to hear from me. So to get into the uh markets here this morning we had some outside factors yesterday i think that uh uh, had a big impact on the grain markets. First off, uh, OPEC announced a production increase through 2022, which sent the crude oil market sharply lower yesterday. Your spot month WTI crude oil futures lost $5.21 a barrel. That's 7.3%. The SP 500 lost 1.6% yesterday. The Dow lost 725 points. That's a little bit more than 2%. Uh, fears regarding a rebound in COVID cases are being blamed for the Equity sell off. Uh, U.S. COVID cases are averaging 26,000 per day over the last week and seven-day average a month ago was only 11,000. So you're hearing a lot more about this in the news. This Delta variant, uh, according to media outlets, is spreading, and uh, this is is a concern, I suppose. Now, do we get to another round of lockdowns or something along those lines? I doubt it, but you never know, and and the markets uh, uh, are fickle here, and and when they see these sort of headlines, that they, they get worked up. Another headline that I think could have had an impact on the grain markets is this. The U.S. and some other countries have accused China of a global cyber hacking campaign. Uh, This is a quote from U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. He said, The United States and other countries around the world are holding the People's Republic of China accountable for its pattern of irresponsible, disruptive, and destabilizing behavior in cyberspace, which poses a major threat to our economic and national security. So China is being accused by a whole bunch of countries in addition to the United States, uh, NATO, the EU, Australia, Japan, New Zealand, and Canada of campaigns that employed contract hackers. There was a large attack on Microsoft earlier this year that's being blamed on the Chinese government. So uh, the question here for me, I suppose, does this have any impact on our trade relationship with China, especially as it relates to corn and soybeans? Uh, most people would probably say no, but you never know. This, this this sounds like some pretty serious business here. U.S. weather forecasts remain dry, and I think that that has kind of turned uh I think we've kind of turned back to trading weather here this morning, uh, given how the markets look. So when you look at the seven-day map here from the Weather Prediction Center, there is absolutely nothing in terms of organized rainfall for the Corn Belt over the next seven days. It's, it's going to be dry. There'll be some spotty stuff, but, but really nothing in terms of organized rainfall. The six to 10 and eight to 14-day maps look even worse than they did yesterday. I mean, substantially worse. Now, the Weather Prediction Center is, is calling for below-normal precipitation and above-normal temperatures for essentially the entire corn belt, the entire plains, really most of the country. And you go out to the eight to 14 day period and you've got the exact same thing. So this is, uh, in my opinion, uh, a bullish or, or friendly forecast, especially in regard to soybeans. When you consider the timing, uh, we're going into late July and the early part of August with warm and Warm temperatures, dry conditions. Um, This is a friendly forecast. There's really not a ton of uh, relief in sight here. So I think like yesterday, you know, we were trading some of these factors in the outside markets, the big collapse in crude, the big sell-off in the stock market. I think we're back to trading weather this morning. U.S. corn ratings were unchanged on the week. USD had its crop progress report out yesterday, of course. The crop was rated 65% good to excellent nationally in corn, uh, unchanged from 65 last week, slightly below the 67% average. Corn crop, uh, 56% of the crop is silking versus 26 last week, 52 on average. 8% of the corn crop in the dough stage versus three last week, seven on average. Soybean ratings improved. The crop is rated 60% good to excellent nationally, up from 59 last week, uh, still below the 64% average. improvements in regard to soybeans were noted in Illinois, Iowa, Nebraska, South Dakota, Kentucky, Tennessee, Mississippi, Louisiana, and Kansas. USDA says that 23% of the soybean crop is setting pods versus 10 last week, 21 on average. 63% of the soybean crop is blooming versus 46 last week and 57 on average. Spring wheat ratings fell again, just an absolute disaster. The crop is now only rated 11% good to excellent, down from 16 last week, way below the 65% average. 63% of the spring wheat crop is rated poor to very poor uh, versus 55 last week. Um, So you've got almost two-thirds of the crop rated poor to very poor. Um, Declines were seen in North Dakota, Minnesota, Montana, and Washington. Um, Not only are the ratings likely to get worse, but abandonment is likely to be very high, and that's something that I haven't heard uh, as much about in in terms of discussion. Everyone's focused on the rating. but you're probably going to see lower acreage also. The U.S. winter wheat crop is 73% harvested versus 59 last week, 74 on average. A lot of your key wheat states are pretty close to done. Uh, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Arkansas, Missouri, Illinois are 96% complete or better in regard to harvest. You're seeing more progress in the PNW. uh, Colorado and Nebraska, both above 60%, so we are moving forward. Remember, guys, August grain options expire Friday. Uh, Make sure to examine any remaining open positions there. Cattle market was able to kind of claw its way back and, and really ignore a lot of the outside market pressure, uh, which is, is a positive in my view. Uh, not much in terms of, of cash cattle yet. The box beef market was marginally lower yesterday. In the outside markets this morning, we've got a recovery in the stock market. The s and is up 23 points. The Dow Jones is up 232 points. Uh, gold and silver, a little bit higher here. Bonds a little bit lower. Crude oil is up 56 cents in the September WTI at 66.91 following that big sell-off yesterday. Everybody have a wonderful day today. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.